This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 56. Today, we're focusing our conversation on how healthcare leaders can grow professionally and personally and establish and sustain optimal performance by leveraging eustress and rest. Don't go away. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking, the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Hey, everybody. It's Michelle. And Tracy. We're back again. Here we are. What a great day, right? It is. Yeah. Every day's a great day. Yeah. Right? So today, we're talking really about growth. Growth personally, growth professionally. Now, you and I don't know anything about this, do we, Michelle? Not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That seems to be like the only thing that we do consistently and probably the same, right? Yeah. Like we're so different, but when it comes to just learning and growing as individuals, people, you know, just professionally, that's, right. that's just been a common theme for us, right? We share a lot of the same books and, you know, um, inspirational leadership, right? Mm-hmm. And engage in Love those it. kinds of things. Yeah. And as leaders in healthcare, like you're a leader because you want to grow, you want to be more, right? You want to develop and contribute, and so growth is a big thing, I it think, sure for is. leadership, yeah. right? And I love this quote from Lou Holtz. And he said, in this world, you're either growing or you're dying. So get in motion and grow. I don't want to die. Uh, me either. <laughs> so I guess I guess I better Let's grow. Go. Let's go. Let's grow. <laughs> it's a good thing we've been growing. That's right. <laughs> or we wouldn't be here to do this podcast, would we? <laughs> so I think just, you know, I've just been really... Um, cognizant of this in my life, you know, particularly. And then in just thinking about the challenges in healthcare and what leaders have to deal with, and we just need to always be thinking and growing, right? And and I and we hear so much about leaders that feeling a little bit lost right now, really wanting to improve their performance, you know, and and just yet also feeling maybe a little bit about how do I do that, right? So you know, a big question is, is it possible to sustain optimal performance or peak performance, right, in your personal and your professional life? A lot of people feel like, you know, they give all to one or the other, right? But we think it is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've done it. <laughs> we have. And, you know, I just thought of this, Tracy, when you think about, you know, we've been in healthcare for a long time. And 
and things change over time. And today, some of the changes that leaders are going through, they're unprecedented. They've never gone through them before. They're And they're happening faster and faster, right? It's that whole exponential change, trying to stay on top of everything, a lot of competing priorities. Um, you know, we hear stories of, you know, pajama time and taking work at home and people are working on their vacations and it just goes on and on and on what these leaders have to do, yeah, have to deal with, yeah. right? And they're working 24 hours, seven days a week sometimes. Yeah. So let's just stop. I just got a couple questions for our listeners. So do you feel the pressure to perform, to be more? You know, do you feel like the demands and responsibilities at work are pushing you in that way? And then what about at home? Every day at home, <laughs> yeah. right? Are you needing to show up for your significant other, for your kids, for your parents? Like, you know, you know, I think most of us do. Most of us are experiencing some kind of pressure to perform more, to be more, to do more. Um, but also, maybe you just want to up your level, right? Mm-hmm. You, maybe you're just ready to take it up a notch, right? To be a little bit more, to challenge yourself a little bit more um, and grow as a leader or or improve your relationship skills, be a better spouse or a better parent or, you know, whatever that might be. But you might also be wondering, when am I going to get a break? (laughs) You know, all the things you just talked about, Michelle, you know, it's like, yeah, I want all that, but I also want to breathe. (laughs) I want to get up the merry-go-round. I want to get up the merry-go-round. Stop the madness. When does the train end, right? (laughs) When can I get off? So, it's kind of that tension, right, mm-hmm. between wanting to be more, wanting to grow, and yet your realities. And, mm-hmm. and we just today we're going to talk about some approaches that can help with this, where mm-hmm. you can grow and evolve both personally and professionally. You can improve your performance. You can take it up a notch. And there's a way to do this and at the same time get the rest that you need to restore yourself in between when you're, you know, pushing, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're pushing yourself to be more. So it's going to help you support yourself to grow professionally and personally. And that's really kind of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. What you just said, Tracy, is so important because of what we're hearing right now from leaders. So we do have to pay attention to that. And what we're hearing and in their words is they feel ill-prepared right? For their responsibilities, unproductive because they're in that merry-go-round and they're not being productive. They feel stuck and they feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And you know what? It's really easy to just sit in that, right? It's hard to move beyond that, but people can. And we know that they really want to. They they don't want to sit there, right? right? They want... Help. Who does? Yeah. Right? They want to get out of that. Mm-hmm. So that's a reality, and that's what creates a tension between where they are and where they want to be. So today we're going to actually talk about the polarity we're going to talk about is eustress and the rest polarity. And I said eustress. That's E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. Eustress. Yeah. And all we ever hear about is stress. Right. The bad kind, right? The overwhelming kind, the kind that they're feeling now, (laughs) right? But today we're going to talk about eustress. That's a good stress. It, um, whether it's physical or mental or psychological, it's a kind of stress that's beneficial. It's, uh, it's really like the stepping out of your comfort zone, Right. right? You know, when you feel that little bit of tension and stress of frontiers unknown, (laughs) 
um, that's what that is, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it's not an overwhelming negative kind of stress. And then rest is really just that state of inactivity, right? Or minimal function where mm-hmm. you have that time to restore yourself. And when you leverage both of these, then, right, you can get to that peak performance, that higher performance, and be a well-rested individual, professional or personal. Doesn't that sound great? I was going to say, that sounds really good. And the two together equal growth, right? So that's why we're talking about them today. Mm -hmm. So an example that most of us can relate to, Michelle, is physical exercise. Now, we may not do it, but we can relate to this, right? (laughs) We try. (laughs) Everybody tries, right? So when you're exercising, when you're doing physical exercise, you stress your muscles, right? And that challenges them to go beyond the current condition. So this is true whether you're doing like a cardio workout or you're lifting weights or you're training for a marathon, right? It doesn't matter what kind of physical exercise, the concept's the same, right? Then you experience some weakness in those muscles, maybe even some soreness. soreness. (laughs) Everybody's probably been there, right? But then you rest the muscle, and it's in the resting of the muscle when it recovers and it begins to get stronger, right? And then because it grows, gets stronger, that enables you to continue to push harder the next time you expose it to more and more of this kind of physical stress, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's that kind of um, cycle, right? You continue that cycle of stressing and resting and stressing and resting until, you know, um, as you grow and you strengthen that muscle, and then you may choose a new goal or another level of performance to pursue and you will start again. Right. 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 Polarity can also be applied to cognitive aspects of your life as well, not just physical. So think back to when you were a student pushing your cognitive abilities and skills to obtain your professional degree. Mine, that's way back. That, that took a big push, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe you went out to get a bachelor's degree and then a master's degree and eventually maybe even a doctorate degree of some type. Does that sound familiar, Tracy? Oh, yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, throughout the process, though, you're stressed and you're constantly stimulating your cognitive muscle, you know, uh, and you're increasing that stimulation each time you go for more learning and you're just pushing it, pushing it. And, um, you know, there's periods of rest in between that you can have that also help to improve your cognitive knowledge and your skills over time. So it's, again, that same thing with physical, but you push and then you rest and you push and then you rest. Yeah. Yeah. And so then over time, you've learned things, right? Because you've stepped outside your comfort zone and now you can do different things and think broader and, right, use different um, capabilities, right? Yeah, so we probably all have experienced some cognitive overload when our brain just shuts down too when we go too far. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, because you're not resting it. That's you're pushing, right. pushing, pushing. That's right, right. And trying to. It's you know, it's yeah, it's true no matter what. So another, the best example of sustainable performance related to this. Okay, because we're talking about over time. It's not just a one-time thing. This is about what we want, a sustainable, improved performance over time. And the best of that is professional or master athletes. Like we can all think of a few Mm -hmm. of those, right? And they leverage the polarity daily, weekly, monthly, and annually. Like so all year long, no time off, right? They're balancing this activity and rest, this use stress and rest 
over the years mm-hmm. and years. And that's how they become champions, right, for life. And, um, and you know, actually, we're going to witness this when the Olympics come around this summer, right? Because that's where you see these individuals, right, that are these peak performers show up for the Olympics. And they have been using this, balancing this polarity for years to get to this point, yeah, right? To reach we get this, to see the outcomes of that. Yeah, and to yeah. reach that pinnacle. And you get to watch that. I love the right? Olympics. Oh, I do too. It's so inspiring. Um, and, you know, and those that don't figure this out and how to leverage this tension between you, stress, and rest, they get hurt mm-hmm. or they burn out or they plateau. You know, they don't go on to become champions, and they don't represent their country in the Olympics, right? Right. So it this is a very powerful polarity. And um, the key is the amount of stress and the type of stress. Remember, we're talking about good stress, not negative stress. So it's really important to keep that in mind that what we're talking about today is stepping outside your comfort zone, growing yourself, not you know the negative kind of stressors that we might um, experience. And you may be experiencing that kind, right, in your work or home environment. But, you know, there may be a possibility that some of that stress could be good stress if you changed your thinking about it, right? If you changed your approach to it and you leveraged it in a different way. So it might be negative stress because we feel it is, right? We think about it in that way. But it might we might actually be able to leverage it to grow, to evolve, and to become, you know, a better parent. You might be having, like, stress with your kids that you're thinking, oh my gosh, right? This is the worst thing that could be happening, but it could be an opportunity to grow yourself as a parent or to strengthen your relationship. So there's lots of ways to turn this stuff around. Yeah. I think the and, key to that is to be aware, mm-hmm, right? What's yeah. happening and then to be reflective about it and even ask yourself that question. Right. What kind of stress is this? What exactly. am I really dealing with? Exactly. So uh, let's put a leadership Uh, lens on this, Tracy. So for leadership growth and optimal performance, it really does come from moving and pushing beyond our comfort zones, right? Which we'd like to stay there sometimes. But when you look, think about leadership, you have to grow if you're going to be a leader. You're Mm -hmm. always doing the next thing, right? Yeah. You keep moving that forward. Well, and leaders too, they get... um, they get put into situations where there's a lot of unknowns. Yes. Never done this before, and I got to lead it, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. So you have to learn how to, you know, just move beyond your internal resistance that you might feel. And this may come from a new career opportunity, a new job opportunity. And you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to make that leap. Or maybe someone taps you on the shoulder and says, have you thought about this? I think you'd be really good. And it's moving into that discomfort phase to really, you know, stretch and grow. Yeah, or you decide, you know, like go back to school, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to get my master's or I'm going to go on and get a, you know, a PhD or whatever it might be. But you're, you know, sometimes you're intentionally doing this mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be done unto you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? But it's to look at it as a good stress. Right. Because what you want on the other side. That's right. So let's talk about some of the upsides or the good things about this you stress we've been talking about. And I guess the first one is what, you know, is growth, right? Mm -hmm. Is sometimes it's easy then to look back and say, oh my gosh, that was me all those years ago. Cause you learn and you grow and it could be personally and professionally. Uh, You stress can also increase um, your leadership capacity so that you're really blooming into of, you know, new leadership skills. So there's benefits in that and also improve productivity. 
And so there's a lot of upsides to eustress. And there's also upsides to rest, right? So you have uh, increased cognitive function. You can think clear. Uh, you can really tell the difference. You can be more creative, mm-hmm. right? So I know one of the things I do when I kind of feel that overload, I just take a break and I come back to something later and it's totally different. That rest really brings creativity and new ideas into the equation. And also it can keep you positive because we can really become negative Nellies if we <laughs> if we stay too much on, you know, focusing the overload that we're dealing with. Right. Well, the use stress can become negative stress, yes. right? If you over focus on it, yeah. right? So that's why this is such has to be such a dynamic dance and a balance between the two, you know, making sure you're doing both. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now, so the really the thing here is to prioritize both. And sometimes, you know, we can prioritize the 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 things that are helping us to grow, right? We, the taking of the action, and we can prioritize that and go 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 to your point, right? But this is about prioritize the rest as well as the activity, mm-hmm. right? Or if you kind of been on the rest side, <laughs> might be good to push yourself a little bit and move out of that comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple some action steps for you stress, right? For embracing this in your life is just pick one area of performance that you want to focus on. Pick one thing that you'd like to see yourself grow in this year, right? And then just give attention to that. Don't try to do a bunch of different things, right? Right. Grow in a lot of different ways. Just pick one. And that's an easy way to kind of get started. The other thing is use rituals and create habits. So when you build something into a habit and you do it on a daily basis or you do it in a routine way, then it really becomes just a part of how you function or how you work or how you learn. And so it just becomes more natural Mm -hmm. and more ingrained into your day-to-day processes. And the other is to embrace mild anxiety, all right? (laughs) It's a reminder you're stretching yourself. So you know, I'm a doctoral candidate. I'm in, doing my dissertation. And one of the things that I continually tell myself when I'm embarking on a new, you know, uh, chapter or I'm writing a new section or I'm researching something is that, you know, when I feel that anxiety and that pressure to perform, right, that, oh, this is so important, is just to step back and say, you know what, this is good. Because I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm supposed to feel some anxiety. This is not a bad thing. This is normal. It is. It's normal. And when you embrace it and say, you know what, this is okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel this because once I move through this and I get to that other side, I'm going to feel really good about what I just did, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this chapter and go, yeah, I nailed it, right? So again, it's just sometimes you just got to embrace it. It's when you focus on it and just can't get your mind off it, that then I'm stalled. Like I can't do anything, right? It just slows me right down to a, because I'm too attached to this anxiety and it just grows and it gets negative. Sometimes our podcast guests feel that way because they've never been on a podcast before and they'll admit to us, I'm a little bit anxious and nervous. And it's so much fun when they're on the other side, like that was awesome. And now they can say, I've been on a podcast. Right, right. Well, and, and to, you know, New leaders, new yeah. managers, right? right? They've stepped into a role. Maybe they were a clinician. They've never been in a leadership, right. formal leadership role, right? Now they're out there. Now I got these responsibilities and, you know, they're feeling uncertain and a lot of anxiety about, am I doing it right? And, right, do I have all my, you know, am I, am I performing to my, you know, highest capability? And it's okay. Yeah. 
it's okay. Just know that you're supposed to feel a little bit of that, right? Just don't put all your attention on it. Just feel it, let go of it, just keep moving, and it'll lessen over time. Now, on the rest side, you know, so here's some things, too. Just be courageous, Mm -hmm. right? Just just have courage. Be, Be courageous. Set some boundaries, Right, so that you're not doing too much, so you have protected time mm-hmm. for rest, and um, you know, take a stand to have your rest, and that's how you can be courageous, right? Like, take a stand and be courageous. Say, no, I need to rest, mm-hmm. and then put those boundaries out there. And then the other thing, again, another habit is you know, establish some habits like walking at lunch, taking five minute breaks, just doing some deep breathing. You know, go to bed early, take a know, nap. Take a nap, you know. We know you guys as leaders in the healthcare organizations are running around like crazy. We know there's a lot going on. But you can close your door for five minutes and Mm -hmm. take a few deep breaths. Just center yourself, right? Just take a few minutes to calm. Calm yourself down or just relax and, you know, or take breaks when you're working on a, a project that, you know, you're moving yourself forward and you're growing within. Just take a few breaks. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you make that a habit, then it becomes much easier to do mm-hmm. and to continue. Right. Right. So when you do that, when you really focus on, you know, the action steps for both, then you're really leveraging this polarity really well. And what we want to do is be in what we call the virtuous cycle. So we're experiencing the upsides of both, and we're reaching sustainable, optimal performance in personal and professional life. You know, so this is like when you feel really good, like you're in the flow, man. I'm in the flow, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you feel really aligned. Um, so you want to be in that virtuous cycle. But if we neglect one over the other, we'll go into the vicious cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really leading to poor performance in outcomes in personal and professional life. And, you know, it's just not meeting your goals. You feel out of sorts. So, you know, paying attention to the balance between these two is really important. And we want to stay in the virtuous cycle. Yeah. 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 And so uh, as we, you know, kind of wrap up a few teaching points, just to kind of summarize a few key things that we talked about today. One is, remember, prioritize both. They're equally important. So step out of that comfort zone, stress yourself a little bit, the good way, right? Mm -hmm. The you stress way um, and get your rest. Um, The other is leverage your natural strengths or interests. So even when you're you're experiencing or removing yourself outside your comfort zone intentionally, right? Having this good stress in your life, the way to help it continue to be a good stress is to use natural strengths Follow your natural interests, you know, it, when you're stepping out, when you're pushing mm-hmm. yourself to a higher level of performance. That's one way to kind of step into this in a way that it's not going to really cause right. just extreme anxiety right. and overwhelm, right? Too much. Yeah. And then engage support. So the other thing is you're never alone, right? Connect mm-hmm. with others. Um, they can help you on the journey. And then, you know, the other thing that I've always found really helpful is having that clarity on the greater purpose or why is this important to me at this moment in my life? Why would I want to leverage this? Star performers do this, mm-hmm. right? They balance, they evaluate, they show up, they do the work because nobody can do the work for you. Nobody can grow for you. You've got to do it, right? right and they right. show up day after day and and they do some things they, that bigger than themselves, right? right? And they can visualize themselves on the other side. That helps 
get them there as well. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, as we close, I just wanted to share um, some thoughts from Seth Godin. And he wrote a blog recently, Michelle, and it was called, What Have We Become? And What Are We Becoming? And he said, we are always becoming, and we can always make the choice to start becoming something else if we care. I love that. So go out there and go for it. Become. Thanks, as always, for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com, and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.